Hi, and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cobb. Thank you and enjoy. How are you doing there, everyone, and welcome to what is sadly the last episode of our Exploring God series. Now, we've absolutely loved putting this series together. It's been fantastic to have so many people involved in it. Um, As we've kind of said repeatedly, the intention, the aim of this series is to encourage or inspire, to equip people uh, to create and to protect their devotional time with God. We live in such a busy world with so many demands on our time. We really felt it was important to take some of that time to pause for a moment and say, right, let's reflect on and think on um, our devotional times. How much time are we spending with God? And and for me, this whole thing started started with a picture that I felt God gave me a number of months ago. Um, And it it was this kind of idea of us being in a space, in a room um, that we'd outgrown, that we'd kind of reached the limits of. And God was inviting us into a new space, inviting us into a space that was much, much bigger, much, much wider. Um, It had kind of high snow top mountains um, beautiful crystal clear waters wonderful lavish um, and kind of luscious vegetation um, and God was just saying that this is me and I want you to come and explore me I want you to come and find me and know me um, and, and kind of deepen and enrich your relationship with me and therefore it inspired this whole series it inspired this idea of exploring God this idea of, of going and coming again to know him better of being intentional with our devotional time we really hope that this series is encouraged and blessed people. Our aim in it is to kind of be there as a support and inspiration and a, and a challenge to one another um, as we kind of go on this journey of exploring God and getting to know him better. Um, we've done a whole range of different things that if you've missed out on them, please do check back. Uh, there's some fantastic stuff just to equip you and strengthen you and inspire you in your kind of uh, relationship with God and in your devotional time with God. Um And for me today, my message is very simple. It's just to keep going. Uh, That I echo the words of Paul in Philippians 3 where he talks about wanting to know Christ and therefore wanting to press on, to lay aside everything else and to press on to know him, to lay aside everything else and to press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of him, that that God holds us, um, but he's inviting us to come and know him um, and to know his faithfulness, to know his goodness, to know his his intimacy and his his love for us. And so my message is plain and simple today, is to keep going, to keep going and creating and to keep going and protecting that time with God that when pressure comes in to try and shift our attention elsewhere, that we stand resolute and go, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give my time to God. I'm going to get the help I need to support me in that journey. Um, so if you take nothing away from if you take nothing else away sorry from what I've shared today um, then please take that to keep going to keep pressing on um, and to kind of know that, that God is going to meet you in that place of devotion in that place of intimacy with him now for those of you who are still with me um, as you can see we're going to go on an adventure um, and that's because I want to talk a little bit about pathways. Now, this is the path that I run along. Yes, I do run. Um, hat tip to Mr. Samson, who has been helping me in that exercise routine. Um, but there's a real connection between pathways and habit. And we're told when it comes to a habit, it can take anywhere between 16 and 265 days um, to kind of create a habit in our lives. The average is 66, apparently. Um, so we started this series 76 days ago. So for some of you, 
there's a potential that you have established a really good routine and a really good habit in your kind of relationship and your devotional time with God. For some of you, for some of us, it may still be that um, kind of elusive uh, rhythm we're looking for and we're searching for that we haven't quite come to yet, but it will come. Um, But the connection between habit and pathways is a really strong one, especially when we consider it from a neurological point of view. You see, in our brains, as I'm sure many of us know, we have neurological pathways. And those pathways um, are established and set up and uh, made stronger through practice and routine. That the more we do something, the more that pathway is established and that thing that perhaps we couldn't do before becomes easier and more straightforward than it was i.e. the more we walk the pathway, the more the pathway becomes established. Now, we can kind of see this when we think of, uh, for example, my nephew Theo, who has just started to walk. And now he took a few tentative steps a few weeks ago, took a lot of effort, a lot of concentration, uh, because at that point in time, the pathway wasn't established. However, two weeks later, it doesn't take anywhere near as much attention, doesn't take anywhere near as much effort, uh, because he's been practising um, walking. He's been trying it every day and he's been getting better and better and better. The pathway has become more established because it's been practiced, it's been habitually practiced and walked on. Now he will eventually get to the point where he doesn't even think about walking and it will become a natural thing that means he can then explore loads of different opportunities like playing sport, running, walking to the shop, doing all the kind of things that we take for granted. But that's happened because he has created those pathways in his brain that enabled him to kind of be able to walk and do those things that we take for granted. Now, as you can see, as we're kind of walking on this pathway, this pathway is fairly well established and it's fairly well set up. Um, And that's because it's been walked on again and again and again. And that's what we're doing in this series about exploring God. It's about creating and establishing these intentional pathways that enable God to meet us, to enable God to encounter us in ways that we didn't think were possible before. You see, the thing with pathways, just like this one that I run along um, when I go for my occasional runs, is that they take things from one place to the next place and stuff can be passed along them. So you can transport something from here right the way to there and from there right the way to here because it's a pathway. And the more established a pathway is, the more it can take along it. So, for example, the M6 is an incredibly established pathway. It can take loads of traffic and loads of um, kind of cars and vehicles and all kinds of stuff along that road because it's an established pathway. The apparent shortcut from the A45 to my house is not an established pathway. It's barely a pathway at all. Um, The number of times I've tried to go along there and got very close to falling in a ditch or kind of being blocked by some kind of fence, it's not an established pathway and therefore not much traffic travels along it. Because the more established a pathway is, the more traffic can travel along it. And that's what this whole series has been looking at. It's trying to establish that routine and that rhythm in our devotional life with God that those pathways are set up. Because when those pathways are set up, the more established they become, the more God can pour out into our lives. God's not withholding. God's not saying, I'm not going to do this until you do that. But he's simply saying that I can't send the truckload of um, revelation, the truckload of, of understanding of my love, the truckload of mercy, the truckload of grace into your life along that little dirt track that's apparently a shortcut uh, from the A45 to my house. I need a M6 to be able to send those truckloads of things. I need a, an established pathway to be able to send that stuff. And so as we kind of intentionally create and protect time with God, what we're doing is we're establishing those pathways. 
we're setting up those pathways so that God is able to, to reveal things to us that we didn't even think were possible beforehand. That as we set up those pathways to spend time together, to spend time sharing, to, to use guides, to use all those creative and imaginative ways we've talked about, to engage with God and to protect and create that time with him. What we're doing is we're creating and we're establishing that pathway. And we're setting up these places where things can pass from one place to the next and God can pour out his heart into our lives. And the great thing about pathways is that they get started with a single step. This pathway here, whilst it's not an amazing one, never used to be one. But at some point in time, it's been established and been set up. And that started by a single step. And the more that it's walked on, the more that people go backwards and forwards along, the more established it becomes. So you might be sitting there thinking, God, I really want to have this kind of established pathway in my life. I want to have this place where you can pour out everything you've got for me and for the city I live in and for my family and for my neighbourhood. Then all it takes is a single step. We start these pathways with a single step, that single step of turning off the telly, of setting an alarm 10 minutes earlier in the morning, of, of putting our phone away so that we can dedicate time to establishing those routines and rhythms and devotional space for God to begin to reveal and begin to pour out things into our lives. It starts with a single step, day one, and then another step, day two, and then another step, day three. And it's not a perfect journey. Some days we miss it. Some days we don't walk that path. But it's okay because then the next day we do. And then we perhaps take someone with us to help us walk that path and it establishes it even more. And so on and so on and so on until eventually we potentially even have these kind of established motorways where God can just reveal all kinds of stuff. Or maybe even a runway where he just pours out his blessing and pours out his revelation of who he is and what he's got planned for our city. And that started with a single step. So don't sit today and think, well, I haven't got that yet. I don't know how to get that. Start with a single step. Get some of the ideas, some of the resources we, we kind of shared as part of this series. And go, well, I could do that. Or, 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 or ask someone to help you. And I could, well, I could get involved in doing that with you. We, we could spend some time together discussing those things. Because it all starts with a single step. See, the other thing about pathways is that they can be affected by external events. So this pathway here has been significantly affected by the rain and the farmer plowing his field. Um, they can be affected by accidents that happen on the motorway that, that cause the motorway to be shut down. And um, I remember myself and my good friend Mark, we were travelling on the M6 motorway and we were driving along, having a, a, a kind of nice conversation and suddenly a big, huge articulated lorry clipped the back corner of the driver's side and it spun us and it spun us onto the front of this articulated lorry and we were sitting pinned to the front of this thing being driven sideways along the motorway. And while, while this event was really traumatic, the lasting memory I have, the bizarre thing was that um, because of that accident, because of all the debris that was everywhere from Mark's unfortunately company car, um, the road had to shut. The M6 shut. So this established pathway um, was suddenly shut. And, and we can probably kind of relate that to our own lives, that we may have these super established pathways, these super established devotional times and rhythms and routines, and then suddenly everything's going great and God's pouring out all this revelation and suddenly articulated our eclipse, the back corner of our car. And everything that we, that we plan and everything we had as a routine, we suddenly find ourselves sitting in a ditch by the side of the road, not knowing what's gone on. Wondering whether will I ever have the closest relationship I had with God again. Or thinking, perhaps actually my whole life's been a bit of a car crash. Can I ever have that kind of relationship with God? And the resounding answer to those two questions is a resounding yes. Because God is desperate to want to come and share what he has with us. And therefore, even if we find ourselves sitting at the side of a road, our established pathway laying in tatters and laying in ruins, do you know what happens? That when me and Mark were sitting at the side of that road, um, an emergency team came and checked that we were okay. Our friends and our family were texting and calling us to make sure everything was all right and that we were okay. 
Um, the, the kind of highway agency came and cleaned up the debris on the road to get that pathway set up again, to get that motorway starting up again. And that's what happens with us in our kind of devotion times. We don't do this thing in isolation. It's a team game that we have people around us who, when we hit that kind of rocky period, when we hit that time that goes actually just not going like it used to do, we have people around us. So my encouragement to all of us is to kind of think, okay, who is it around me? Who is it around me that's actually helped me enjoy this wonderful relationship and devotional time with God? Let me thank them. Let me thank God for them. Um, or maybe it's we've hit that difficult time and then it's, okay, who is it that's around me that I can draw on, that I can lean on to help me get back onto the road again, to help me get this pathway established again, to help me get this routine and rhythm established again in my life so that that motorway, that, 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 that pathway where God wants to pour out his blessings and pour out his revelation on us is kind of opened up again, that it starts to move these things along. Because God's heart is is revealed so perfectly clearly in all this. In Luke 15 where he talks about the lost coin and the lost sheep and the lost son. And in all those stories the whole heart of God is to go and search for that that's lost. So you may feel lost, you may feel separated from God at the side of the road, in a ditch, life in tatters, pathway destroyed, thinking God just has forgotten about me. But the heart of God is to come and find you in that space. To come and search you down in that space and say, look, I'm here, I'm coming to you and I'm going to reveal my love to you again. I'm going to get this rhythm, this routine set up again. I'm going to get these pathways set up again so that you can start to experience and start to know the love I have for you. Start to experience, start to know the love I have for this city and for the nations and the people of this world. So my encouragement to you is, is to go away and think, okay, who is it that I can text today? If you're finding yourself in the ditch by the road, who is it that I can text today? What is it that I can ask God to do to kind of clear some of the debris in my life? What is it that I can kind of reach out to and start to do um, to help me get back on track and help me to get those pathways established again? Message us. Get in contact with us if it helps to help you kind of begin to establish and set up those rhythms and routines again. Because I can promise you one thing. God is desperate to share his heart with each and every one of us.